0: Geek Mosh Pit Podcast, your weekly podcast about nerd-related topics as far as movies, TV shows, and heavy metal. metal music. Oh, no, heavy metal music. You're right, you're right, you're right. My name is Jason. And I'm Anthony. And on uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about a few movies here. We just recently saw
1: Blade Runner 2049.
0: Basically, we saw it two and a half times. We did.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, okay, so real quick, this kind of all ties in so... You know, we apologize once again for not um, releasing this episode a little sooner. Um, I, as some of you probably already know, there was fires up here in the North Bay, and so we were dealing with that. We couldn't record just because you know we were we were dealing with other crap. Fortunately, my house nor Jason's were burned, yeah. So we God. are good. Um, you know, sh- but uh, you know, our hearts go out to the ones who lost exactly. their places. I mean, did you know anybody personally that lost their house? I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I knew a few. I won't drop names, but um, yes, I I do. I know yeah. quite a few. We know someone who goes to the comic shop with us. Yeah. Who also lost his place and so that's un um, unfortunate. Yeah, it's a terrible tragedy. <clears throat> but uh, and, uh I'm really um it's it's been tough. It's a it's
0: been like a tough uh few weeks here in yeah. Santa Rosa and just Sonoma County in general. I mean, uh everybody was pretty much on red alert for that short amount of time, you know. And uh it uh, I'm glad that uh, we finally just kinda worked together and it's finally just kind of gone
1: and yeah you know that's like you know it was it was amazing to see everyone come together and and like you know help each other out i know Aleworks was doing like a free food thing for people who lost their homes or who yeah. were struggling to okay. eat at their homes because of the fire and like you know like a few of my friends they put on like charity events you know comics for the wind recently had an art thing where all the proceeds went to the uh you know victims of the fires yeah that was actually last night too. yeah yeah unfortunately we couldn't make it uh i had to work and then anthony uh i think you worked and then you were just kind of a little bit tired afterwards i think i something. just have mental problems and so i don't feel like supporting my community I, and we did. <laughs> but um no so um you know okay so the reason we bring this up uh you know on top of like i said not posting you know on a weekly basis like we normally do um so the Sunday, the night of the fires, we uh, we went to go see Blade Runner 2049. We didn't know there was a fire, though. Beforehand. Yeah, it was very windy. Uh, the fires were already erupting in, um, uh, in I think it was in the Napa area at this point and other areas. But um, Sonoma County was okay so far, I think, besides maybe Sonoma. And so what ended up happening was that we're watching the movie. We get about 20, 25 minutes in, and then the fucking power goes out. And so, you know, we got free, you know, readmissions. And uh, and so we saw the movie again later in the week. And and then we saw it again. Why did we see it again? Yeah, well, because, okay, so, sorry, folks. I know I give a lot of negative reviews for films, but I did not like this movie. I know, what else is fucking new? Water is wet. Um, I talked to a good friend of mine who really enjoyed this film. And he told me that perhaps I didn't understand it. Uh, there's a lot of philosophical stuff in this movie that he picked out that I didn't. And he just insulted me and said, uh, maybe, you know, you should have used your brain in high school instead of dicking around, to which I responded, fuck you. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I thought to myself, okay, maybe I just didn't understand it. Maybe I just need to be in a certain cerebral mindset to really enjoy this film. And Jason kind of felt the same way. And so we saw it again, and we felt the exact same way when we came out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I was never really a big fan of the Blade Runner franchise. I mean, I actually didn't even see the original until probably like three years ago. And that movie's been out since I like, saw
1: it about four years ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was one of those like uh, sleeper hits. It like came out in 1982. And uh, I think this is right before Harrison Ford did uh, the last Star Wars movie, which was uh, Return of the Jedi. But I think he was... I don't even know actually when the first Indiana Jones came out, but I'm not sure if this came out before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Or afterwards but um, I think his name was the uh, the name that carried this film so it was pretty much like on the posters it said Harrison Ford in Blade Runner right so it was directed by Ridley Scott who uh, was well known for directing uh, the first Alien film yes and um, the really cool thing about Blade Runner is I like the whole noir uh, neo Tokyo kind of look of it because um, a lot of anime you know, you can tell that it's very inspired by like movies like Blade Runner and, and uh, all of these, uh, the dystopian eighties films yeah, that we, that came out. Exactly. Back then. I yeah. mean, for that time, that movie looked amazing. Like as far as the visual effects go, and that was just like props and everything. It was, there was no CGI back then, you know, and it looked amazing. And, um, the story so far, I mean, it, it was kind of not the greatest to me because, okay, we already learned that there's these things called replicants. They're like human beings that are manufactured from a company called the Tyrell Corporation. And they're made to go off world in order to do certain kinds of uh, slave labor, I believe. Yeah. And uh, they have like immense strength. So, you know, they can live it. And they, and they, they're pretty much like programmed to order, the, to, you know, understand these orders and kind of just like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. And just to obey without question. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, the film is basically based around uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, his name is Rick Deckard. So it's basically just the whole story about him uh, c- capturing these four uh, rogue replicants. That the whole purpose of them is they want life because these replicants are called Nexus Sixes. I guess they come in like varieties. Yeah. So they keep it's like it's like the iPhone. There's like the iPhone six, iPhone seven. So it's like pretty much like technology just getting, you know. Higher and higher and higher up there. Yeah, uh, it's more models come out, newer and improved and all that. Yeah. So he takes these Nexus uh, 6. They pretty much have a 4-year lifespan. So he takes them out, uh, and then the film ends with him uh, going away with actually one of the replicants um, that he meets in the film. Her name is Rachel. 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 um, And uh, we don't really know actually in the film if he is a replicant there's like a lot of hints in the film that Rick. Decker well in is the a original replicant.
1: versions he wasn't but Ridley Scott was convinced that he was rather I mean Ridley Scott wrote the fucking movie I believe so it's like he wanted him to be it was more like yeah I think it was every- Harrison Ford yeah. who said no I'm not a. yeah replicant. Harrison Ford said he wasn't the producers and everyone who worked on it said he wasn't but Ridley Scott's like no he is and so when he released the director's cut um there's a scene sort of kind of towards the middle where Rachel's at the house and like her eyes are glowing, and then behind her, out of focus, Harrison Ford's standing there and his eyes are glowing. He could have probably just put that in the film. No, like... he did. Yeah, no. He uh really Scott put that in the director's cut because, you know, it'd just be like he's a replicant, but he wants to keep it vague, you know, ambiguity, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, so you know, a lot of you have probably already seen the, you know, original Blade Runners, so I'm sure you don't need to. Well, hear I saw the final it. cut. Actually. Yeah, no, so
0: did I. That's that's what I mean when I say original. And uh, you know, so I didn't really think that uh, there was ever going to be a sequel to that film. I know the the movie was originally based on a book
1: called um, "Do We B- uh, Dream of Sheep?" Do androids dream of electric sheep? That's what it's called. Oh, it's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we t- talking about androids and make... sleeping, and it was close. Yeah, yeah. So dream I want to of... know my shit, bruh. <laughs> that's why we got
0: these technical uh,
1: little nice. Yeah, so we don't actually here. do our research before uh, recording. We can just do it while we're recording, exactly, because that's how prepared and professional we are. <laughs> fuck See,
0: you i mean um so 2049 uh i saw uh, the trailer of it and um first off the thing that captured m- m- my imagination with the whole entire trailer was the visuals in it again like obviously it captured your it, attention they captured my attention because the thing is is it was like you know i like i said the first film looked amazing as far as the visuals go so i'm like well this one's gonna look way better you know, and to yeah. me, it did visually. I mean, if you've seen this film, if you go see this film in like IMAX 3D, like with the big fucking speakers, that is probably the best experience That's, you can have. That with this music
1: film. is so goddamn loud, too. It's the like, music is so boom. loud in this. Well, it's just, it's, it's like, uh, it sounds a lot like inter, interstellar music. um You know, Hans Zimmer, of course, worked on it. There was another guy working on it, and then they brought in Hans Zimmer for reasons I don't know, but uh, probably because the guy was low functioning. But, um, well, it was actually uh, the group
0: that did the music for the first movie, I think, was called Vangelis. Um, actually, Ben from Hops and Monsters, he gave me a copy of the CD of the soundtrack. It's actually really good. It's all like kind of like electronic music. It's,
1: it feels more noir, too, because like there's yeah. even saxophone in the original movie. I know, like the scenes where he's with Rachel, and yeah. it's just like... Duh, duh. And they're smoking and all this shit. Like, No, if, 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 if that movie feels like a noir set in like a sci-fi era whereas this movie feels more like a sci-fi movie with noir elements to it
0: yeah i mean first off basically i mean the director himself um i'm actually Denis villeneuve yeah i mean he came out with arrival
1: and that was a big hit so every uh, movie i've seen by him has been pretty yeah i've only seen that
0: movie i only seen arrival watch prisoners
1: i haven't seen enemy but apparently it's great watch enemy uh watch sicario sicario is fucking crazy it's intense uh, it's a very, very good movie. Um, yeah, I know. Den- Denny Villeneuve, he he knows how to make a movie. He knows how to get you in the zone of a film. He knows how to uh, make you feel things. Every movie I've seen of his, I feel something while I'm watching it. And um, feel it in your pants. Yeah. Well. Okay. So let's just get let's get in the movie. So this movie, like Jason says, visually is amazing. It's it's one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen in my life ever probably visually the best film, visually the best film I've seen all year. Um, But it falls flat in a lot of uh, other areas, such as the plot is kind of simplistic and kind of dumb. Uh, There are plot holes, of course Um, that's that's a big part of it. Um, And I I don't know, like, you know, when the movie ended, I didn't know it was ending. It just kind of like that final fight scene where the uh, you know they gotta save Deckard, so sp- uh K was fighting love. Yeah, Kay's fighting love, and they gotta save Deckard. And then like you know, it didn't feel like a final scene. I thought it to didn't myself either there when was it, no climax. There yeah, was, there was no build up to it. It's like okay, we're fighting in
0: this uh, you know this uh, vehicle that can fly a ship that's crashed into the fucking ocean yeah. or some. That was beach cool. Like
1: the, the scene was really cool. It was it was one of the best scenes in the movie. But then, but like I said, it felt like a pickup to a climactic scene. You know, because like, oh, you know, Deckard, you know, he got captured and, and and Ryan Gosling's not sure what he wants to do. But he's like, you know, like, no, I'm going to I'm going to save him. And then he saves him. And then he thinks, of, all right, now they're going to go to the Wallace Corporation and they're going to take down Wallace. And there's going to be some big fight or something. And then, you know, it just kind of ends like the next scene's like, all right, you go visit your daughter. And he's like, oh, fucking okay. And then that's um, it. And then Ryan gonna, Gosling uh, just dies. Okay. And then. Okay. That's, that's the end of the movie
0: That's my, my best Harrison Ford impression oh, my um, Fucking god I
1: Broke my goddamn Shin again get off my What did he break blade. When he fucking did uh, Force Awakens He like broke his ankle Or something Broke his fucking pelvis Yeah he know. broke something While he was filming The fucking uh, When he was He doing, like, like the fell In like the scene. Millennium
0: Falcon In some kind of hole Trap or yeah. something I don't remember Oh but. fuck Just kill off my character I'm sick of this shit but did you feel like um, okay? So the the film itself was a long film. It was like two and a half hours, almost a three hour film.
1: It right? feels its length. Um, that's another re- uh, thing about this movie, folks, is it's really boring and it's so long. And a lot of scenes of Ryan Gosling just walking. A lot of scenes of that. And um, what is it? Oh, a good a fr- good buddy Stefan came out and saw it with us the second time and ha- about halfway through the movie during the orphanage sequence he starts cracking up and when i wasn't sitting right next to him there was a couple people beside me it was you know uh, my uh, my friend matt and then jason and then stefan was way over there and then um so like i'm i'm just kind of wondering like huh i wonder why stefan's laughing and you know i thought maybe he thought of a funny joke but no he actually tells us later He's like, God, he's like, this sucks. Just get on with the scene. I don't care about him walking anymore. And folks, that's a huge part of this movie. A lot of Ryan Gosling just walking and just, you know, kind of intense, slow music and like dark visuals. But it goes on and on and on. Not to say this movie needed to be fast paced and action packed. It has a good amount of action. The action's good, but it was just so fucking slow. Like, and then he meets Harrison Ford. And like that whole scene leading up to the meetup. And then when they meet up, it's just so boring. Well, you said it yourself. It's like,
0: right. When, um, the scene where Kay meets, you know, Brian Gosling's character meets Harrison Ford, Rick Deckard. You felt like, man, this just took a long time in the film to actually get up to this point because, and it just, there was, it didn't feel like, okay, here's the character from the first film. Like it's like, you know, a Han Solo character. Like he's big, like, if you love Blade Runner, like, you know, where Rick Deckard is. This guy is like an icon in a way, you know? So, right. like, when he comes in the scene, you didn't really feel like, oh my God, it's Rick Deckard, you know? It was just kind of like, oh, it's Harrison Ford wearing a fucking t shirt, looking like he well, was in this film.
1: I think that that scene would have been way more impactful, and I guess more, uh, there would have been more fan service to it if we didn't know Harrison Ford was going to be in the movie. And in fact, I think you told me this, Denny Villeneuve said he did not want Harrison Ford to be in any of the promotion or the posters or any of that.
0: I think it was because he wanted it to be like a surprise. I mean, that's the thing about uh, trailers. You're you're ruining everything. And actually I'm going to talk about that because um, this movie, uh, it pretty much bombed. Uh, It tanked in the theater. And the weird thing about it, it was getting a lot of positive reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. It was getting like, uh, like 85, 80 something from the critics But you're asking yourself, okay, this mill this movie has gotten a lot of good reviews, but what the fuck happened? Like, why is it slowly like, you know, trying to fucking catch up to this spot where it was trying to make its money back? Um, basically it's like I think the reason why the movie uh tanked is I think first off there's a lot of people who still really don't know what Blade Runner is, but the second thing, this is my highest possibility, is the fact that um the promotional for this film, like the trailers, they didn't tell you anything about the story. There was nothing about the story. You right. cannot really follow anything what's going on in this trailer. It's just like boom, flash, Ryan Gosling, boom, boom, flying cars, boom, Harrison Ford. But when you watch a trailer, it gives you a little bit of insight, it, even after like the first teaser, like what this story is about. So if they kind of just did maybe like a mi- like a minute of just like not all the beat points, but like what this movie is about and they didn't. So I think that's pulled a lot of people away because, you know, why would I want to watch a film about something? I don't even know what the fuck it's about. You
1: well, know? okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that because I think vague trailers are better than giving the audience too much. Um, I mean, maybe Joe Schmo needs to have a movie spelled out for him before he even goes to see it. Me personally and, and a lot of my friends and colleagues all say that. They like it when a trailer says little to nothing. Um I actually well, okay, let me I'll I'll tell you my theory first of why it bombed, but um I think it bombed because uh Blade Runner, the original, has a small cult following. Yeah. You know, this isn't something like a lot of your average Joe doesn't really know what Blade Runner is, and uh, and if they do, they go, oh, is it that old '80s film with like Harrison Ford and like he like hunts robots? Yeah, oh yeah, uh, the movie sucks or it's boring or oh, I never saw it. I heard it was eh. You know, it's just one of those films where you might know about it, but it's not like it's not like Star Wars where you tell something you know like hey, you know Star Wars? Like, oh, I love Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars. Blah, 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 blah. Harrison Ford, Chewie, lightsaber. I love Star Wars, boy. I love that with boy. Um, But like, you know, this, like no one, I mean, people wanted it, but your, your, your vast majority of, of, of the audience no one wanted Blade Runner 2049, no one wanted it. No one cared about it. Um, I saw it because Dennis, Denny, excuse me, Denny Villeneuve is an amazing director. Like I said, I've never been disappointed by any of his films until now, um, and you know I like Ryan Gosling. He's ni- nice eye candy. He's nice to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like you know, yeah, like I, I actually told uh, a few friends of mine I was like you know watching the trailer and I just look at them like this movie is gonna suck and they're like what? Why can you say that? I'm like because it's produced by Warner Brothers. It's a soft reboot. No one wants this fucking movie. Like who the fuck wants to see Blade Actually, Runner 2? I don't two? think
0: it was Warner Brothers. I think it was, uh, it was Sony. Warner Brothers and Sony. Oh, it was. Yeah. Warner it was Brothers? collaboration. Okay.
1: And that's nothing. It's Sony. They're doing so great in the movie industry these days.
0: Well, <laughs> they, such you, you watch the film. pixels. Yeah. You watch the film and then you look at how many times their name is like branded in this movie. I
1: like, think they produced more of it. Whereas I think Warner Brothers might've been a distributor, but these days when I see a Warner Brothers film, I'm like, Oh no, this isn't going to be good. Um, and so, like, I, I don't know, you know, I, I just think that, no, like this movie, you know, it had all the marketing, you know, my, I talked to a friend in LA, he's like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of Blade Runner posters and big billboards everywhere. Oh, so yeah, I'm sure they did great marketing. For yeah. It. it had its marketing, you know, it had its, its trailers and it had all of its big budget. I mean, this movie cost uh, 150 million to make and it didn't, what, what is it? You said that it just made that money back. Yeah. The film shit, this itself- movie has been out since the beginning of the month.
0: Yeah, this movie has been close to uh, a month old now. I mean, it's and finally, it finally made its money back. I mean, yeah, yes, it's, it's it a was, flop. It, the movie was on a budget of 150 to $185 million, and in the box office it made $195.9 million, according to Wikipedia. Right. So it did a little bit above it, but still, um, a movie like this, especially with the franchise and with the actors and with how – I mean, this was probably there's uh there was like, it, this movie won some awards actually I don't know what the actual uh, probably name of the best
1: visual effects and all that crap yeah
0: it, it got a few accolades like um a lot of people thought the the, the trailer the teaser trailer was mm-hmm. the best teaser trailer of uh, 2017 uh this, <laughs> we're giving awards for trailers now oh my god uh most anticipated movie in 2015 it won an award fifteen mean 2017 oh sorry 2017 um so yeah it um. It's got some awards. Oh, it's actually, Golden Trailer Awards gave it the best teaser. Uh, IndieWire Critics Poll gave it um, most anticipated you know, movie of 2017. And then it said Producer of the Year from the Hollywood Film
1: Awards. But that's the thing. This is something I don't get. So, you know, it, it got a great review on Rotten Tomatoes. You said 80-something percent? Yeah, it was and like then, 85-something yeah, percent. Yeah, and then yeah. the fucking critics, uh, the, the, the audience score was about the same thing. Yeah, I remember exactly. They were about – so I was just like, if everyone likes this, this movie – why is it bombing so hard? I mean, obviously, you know how Rotten Tomatoes works. It's like it's an average of how many people review it. So let's say uh, five people or maybe six people reviewed, uh, f- six audience members reviewed Blade Runner. And, uh, you know, like four of them liked it. Yeah, it's, it's- that, it's- that's going to give you an eighty-something percent. So it's like people saw this movie and every other review I've ever seen besides this one, people are just like, oh, yeah, it looked great. I haven't seen anyone actually get into why the plot is good or what's so philosophical about it. Because my friend who told me, you know, he was like, there's so much philosophy and all this shit. He was just kind of picking that out of nowhere. He was taking tiny little things and just applying all this, like, depth to it. And if that's what the movie's supposed to do, then I think they did kind of a bad job because he's the only person I've met who's done that. Otherwise, I think my friend was just kind of more... He took this movie and he just kind of, he just, he put his, like, I don't know, he just had a different perspective when he saw this film because he was talking about all sorts of things. He was saying, like, oh, what if the kids are replicants? Uh, this and that. Like, oh, uh, one thing he pointed out, which is actually, I actually picked this up uh, the first time I saw it, was uh, he's like, oh yeah, um, uh, Jared Jugoletto Wallace is like, he thinks of himself as a god because the first line he says in the movie, he's like, when an angel enters the kingdom of heaven, they usually better a gift. And so it's like, okay, he thinks he's a God and this and that. They could have done more with that character too. The fact that he had those like little floating little eye things and they, they could have done more with that. You know, did you notice that the fucking, the, uh, the whole revolution thing kind of came out of nowhere. It's like the with the replicants. The yeah. End? Like towards the end, it's just like, we yeah, are going to start a revolution. It's like, wh- what, where'd this come from? I could tell
0: like, that was one of the things about the film. You were just like, really? Like, this just came out of nowhere.
1: And um, and then they didn't do anything with it because the movie ended like 15 minutes later.
0: No, I mean, obviously, again, since we're talking about films and every time we talk about a film on this podcast, we're spoiling the fuck out of it. So, like, again, oh, yeah. if you well, have it, not fucking seen this film, turn this off, watch the fucking movie. No, it no, up.
1: no. Don't see this fucking movie. <laughs> Don't. It's fucking boring. It's really boring. Watch that's the trailer. Your opinion.
0: That's your opinion. Everyone's like got an opinion to something, right? I wasn't necessarily bored with this film. I just thought... It the the beats weren't there for it, and uh, especially the parts I found really utterly boring to me was the whole like wooden horse thing. I mean, that just dragged on. That whole scene of him hiding the horse, uh, well, actually, it's a girl because it's Rick Deckard's daughter. But um, still, that was just boring to me. I'm like, God, this scene is just dragging on. And when he goes to the orphanage and he meets fucking, uh, you know, Clear, right? <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, I know Morgan when he meets Morgan.
0: I know him as Shax. Yeah, Morgan. Um, it's just like uh, that. That scene was kind of boring, but like I, when we first saw it the first time before the movie, uh, the power went out.
1: Like that intro of that film, you thought was great. Well, yeah. What, what is it? You know, the first twenty minutes roll, and he gets to the scene where he gives his girl that like uh, they called it an emulator or whatever it was called, and then she goes outside defibrillator. Yeah, the <laughs> defibrillator. I was like, you know, I was like, whoa, I was like, dude, like, you know, the, the opening scene with him, and Batista, was fantastic, and. You know when he's flying into L.A. and the fucking music, ba-bum, 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 yeah. ba-bum, you know, I was just like, oh man, this movie is gonna be fucking sick. I'm like, oh man, I can already feel it. Like, oh, holy shit! And then you know, in that scene, I was like, whoa, they're gonna they're gonna do something with this android, like with this with hologram girl. Like, I thought she was gonna become a replicant later. That like Wallace was gonna take her whole thing and put it into like a body as yeah. a way of like trying to get you know Gazing to do something later in the film. And so I was like, oh man, this is gonna be so fucking cool. I can't wait. And then you know, okay, so then I see it again, see the movie again, and you know, about I think it was like where did where did you where did this movie kind of lose you? Like it lost me when he was going to see uh, uh, Harrison Ford because I'm watching this and like you know he's in Vegas, right? And I'm just seeing myself like, okay, we've seen the trailers, we know you're gonna meet, let's pick it up, pick it up, come on, this is taking too long, and it's still going, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like I get it you're in Vegas you've you've established the scene you've established the location let's get on with it and then they have a like an awkward fight in the little theater I actually and thought that was cool the way the whole thing was set up with Yeah the, no I mean like and... it, it was it was neat but I just like I remember just kind of like
0: you want you know, a drink?
1: You know, to me, that scene would have been better if there was just music playing throughout rather than, like, the music cutting out. It, I don't know. It, it fucked with like, the pacing, like, the audio pacing to me. I, I don't know. That's well, just Harrison Ford is, like, how old is he?
0: Like, in his 70s? Oh, uh, he's in his 70s now, yeah. So, to me, it's like when I was watching him in this film, I, I mean, I love Harrison Ford, but he's just too fucking old. And, and the thing is, he's. it seems like, especially in Star Wars Force Awakens, he's only doing this for a paycheck and he didn't seem like his energy was also in this Blade Runner film. Did you feel I, you know, like?
1: that? Well, you know, I thought this was a way better performance than most of the films I've seen. Like, I you know, I've seen a few, what is it? He did a Jackie Robinson film a few years ago about that. the baseball player. Or was he like, like the manager of the team? Yeah, uh, I mean, it was, team? it was a weird performance. He seemed like he was into it, but like that, I actually felt something when I was watching. I'm like, Oh my, this is like an old rundown, like, you know, damaged character. And I feel like he was playing it really well. Um, you know, I, 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 had no problem with really any of the acting in the movie. I thought it was fine. Well, what about Jared Lowe's acting? Oh, uh, fucking uh, yeah! That's that's the one person where I'm just, it's just kind of like I am so a galaxy of stars. I'm a god. Are running on the back. I'm gonna ramble, and I know the rambling isn't his dialogue, but I just, kinda I didn't really like his performance. It felt a little too, like I'm so evil, and you are good, and good must die kind of had like a weird william shatner thing going on oh hey we gotta we gotta talk about i'm the captain now i am the captain no oh yeah that guy was in it uh, and yeah, they Bar- fixed his teeth bark had uh, i'm no i'm butchering this Abdi, just the captain the captain from captain phillips but he wasn't the captain he was the captain no he
0: was like a guy that pretty much uh he i guess um Wood or was it soil or something? It was, like, really expensive. Well, like, yeah, the wooden, wood. the wooden wood. horse, Um, you know, like... Because there's like, hardly oh, yeah. any wood because anything, everything is pretty much all, like, um, technical, like, big buildings and all this shit. We don't even know what's outside Los Angeles because we never get a chance to see it. Well, we I see San liked, Diego. Well, we see San Diego and some of the Las Vegas, but I would have liked to have seen more. I would have liked to see seen what maybe, like, New York or San Francisco or something like that. Well, it's what like, I assumed
1: was going to happen, what I assumed was that when they established the whole... Uh, what is it called the the revolution thing i thought to myself oh they're setting this up for a sequel but then gosling died and i was like oh so is the girl the daughter is she gonna be the lead character in the next movie is harrison ford gonna be the lead in the next film are they making another film what's
0: going on i think uh ridley scott uh wants to make another one and uh the director denny valenov yeah Ilanuv. he knows any better than me I don't know. How to um, pronounce I think his his last said name he said he piqued interest in it, and Harrison Ford said he would do it if the script is right. So, um, like I said, the movie kind of bombed, but it made its money back. So, um. well,
1: a, a movie's considered a flop if it doesn't make its money back within the first weekend or even the first week. And it took what three, four weeks for it to make its yeah. money back. Yeah, no, this movie's a flop. They're not going to make another one. I mean, if they did, you know, like you said, how would they fucking go
0: about? I mean, if they like resurrected uh, or di- or put Ryan Gosling into another replicant and just brought him back to life, or you know, um, I mean, we obviously learned that Harrison Ford's daughter, uh, she's Rick the Deckard's, memory maker. She's whatever. a memory maker, but she's kind of locked in some kind of fucking like you know like bubble
1: okay that's another thing that doesn't make sense okay so i want to get a plot hole stuff now so we we'll have to talk about the whole uh no no plot no, no, of movie, no. yeah I, I, I know i want to i want to i want to get into this though because this is another reason why i didn't like the movie so okay so how did she get in there they hid her and so they gave her to some corporation and just lied about her importance see that's the thing like how did she get in there like, okay, I get it. She, is, she establishes her, her little cover. She's like, oh yeah, I have a genetic disease. And so they locked me in a room, but it's like, you were locked in here as a child. Why would they like give you all unlimited resources to do whatever you want? Just as long as you don't leave the room. Were you making memories at age like eight? Like they never really got into that. Well, they showed her at the orphanage and the flashbacks. Yeah, start. no, no, no. But like, how did she get there? Cause they don't, okay. They dumped her in the orphanage, right. To, to keep the secret. And then she somehow gets over there, and then Wallace is like, oh, yeah, she's the best memory maker, and so we use her. It's like, but how did you find her? Who is she to you? Briefly, Why did you not check if she was a replicant?
0: Yeah, they, I mean, they briefly mentioned to the audience as the viewers. you know, We uh, are made to believe that somewhere along these uh, years that she's been around before we see her in her adulthood, that she was being traded between people. I think it was like
1: – I heard trade a lot, you know, like – well yeah back and forth between people the replicants and whatnot who you know were allies with rachel and and deckard you know they were they were hiding her and they were keeping her safe and all this stuff but it's like how did she get locked how did she start working for uh wallace how how yeah all she said was oh i'm good at what i do i make good memories and he needs me okay but how did he find you how did you whatever so okay they don't really establish that also um yeah, the revolution thing. It comes out of nowhere, and then it goes away. Mm-hmm. I also didn't like that they did that with this movie. It's like, oh, look, the r- r- robot's got to rebel. Yeah, yeah, iRobot. Um, and every other fucking movie that has stuff in it. Yeah, Westworld. Um, also, I didn't understand why Love killed the hologram. Remember when she killed Joy? Oh, she, uh, well, she, she said, I Goss- hope you're uh, happy no, with our product. No, but why did she do it?
0: I think she did it because of the fact of, um, you know, just to kind of put salt on the wounds because she kind of kicked Kay's ass. And, and then she noticed that the the hologram was like, please don't hurt him. Please don't hurt him. But she knows it wasn't a real thing. And she's like, hey, by the
1: way, I know this means a lot to you because he mentioned it to why would he want to hurt her? Or, or excuse me, why would she want to hurt him? Why would love want to hurt Kay? Like, you know, like, I know she says at the end when she kind of, when she thinks she beats him up, like, I'm the best replicant, but it's like, why would you, okay, you defeated him, but why are you going to kill his girlfriend? Like, what do you get out of this? Are you just fucking evil? Like, what, who and what are you? How did she get in the police station and kill, uh, you know, that one well, more dude. Too, like and then the, killed um, Robin cameras? Wright. How does she
0: get away with all this shit? The cameras in there? Yeah. I mean, seriously. She kills Robin Wright. She goes and steals the bones,
1: uh, of Rachel's bones. And it was just like, where the fuck is the security? And, you know, and she meets. How is she getting away with everything? I also don't understand why she's always crying for no reason. She's yelling oh, at Robin Wright. Oh, I can just lie to Wallace and say that you tried to kill me. And then she starts crying. I'm like, so is that a trait? They cry when they lie? No, because Ryan Gosling doesn't do that. I also yeah. didn't think they utilized joy that well either. Like they introduce her and I think to myself, "Oh, they're going to do something with this," but she kind of is just there. She doesn't do anything. I mean, it was a neat aesthetic. I kind of liked the fact that he's dating an android, like I, or, uh, he's dating a hologram. I liked that, but they didn't do anything with it. So, this movie has a lot of cool little ideas like that, but they don't really utilize them that well. Well, there's a few things that I wanted to
0: bring up really quick about the film here. Um, what was up with the date that they kept showing in the film? I don't know if that meant was Rachel's Oh, uh, that death? was the
1: no. That was the day. That was the day. Uh, was the baby boy was born? Uh, yeah, that replicant that the, the half breed was born. Because I think
0: it was Deckard that was making the the, ro- the little uh, wood horse. Because no, he made him. the
1: wood horse and he gave it to her like when she was born or whatever. Yeah, um, I actually
0: noticed this too. Remember when we were watching the film the second time? And we uh, obviously know, I think it's Sean Young is the name of the actress that plays Rachel in the first film. Um, we're wondering, like, why, when you know, when he found that little box and the sock was in there and then the photograph of the woman holding the baby. And I was like, that doesn't really look like Rachel. It was really,
1: really well, small, though. Well, that um, was the woman who lost her eye. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, was was because like like they caregiver. mentioned early
0: in the film that she died during childbirth. So I'm like, maybe, would someone lie about that, too? But.
1: Well, I knew it wasn't Rachel. I was just like, okay, why would they change Rachel's look? I'm like, that has to be someone else. And then you see the woman at the end of the movie. But, um, oh, also the sex scene comes out of nowhere, with the threesome scene. Yeah, well, like it, it was neat. Like I said, once again, good, good ideas, really good ideas, but out of place. He just he comes in, hey, plot twist. You were right about everything. Oh man, we gotta do shit now. Like oh, there's so much we gotta do. And then she's just like, okay, before we do any of that we're going to have sex because reasons I can tell you liked her. It's like, no, he didn't. He fucking shoot her away. You know, that brought me back to uh, that movie. Her. I was mentioning this to you.
0: Yeah. Um, there was a scene just like that with, um, you know, the, they bring over that, the prostitute or something like yeah. that. And Scarlett Johansson's care, a robot AI character. She has to wear like an earpiece and then he can hear her through that. And then and she,
1: the Scarlett has a, puts I a say, on camera me. on there. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, that, like I said, it it was neat, but like, why did Joy want to do that? Well, she was a hologram AI. I think she, the weird thing was that she had feelings for him. Yeah. Well, you know, of course they were like, they were dating, but it was just like, why now? Why do this now? When he's like, just discovered like all these like crazy plot twists. Second, like he didn't like her. She's like, I can tell you liked her. It's like. He didn't, though. He told her to fuck off yeah. in that one scene where he first meets the prostitute. He's like, get the hell out of here. So it's like, okay. And like I said, it, it just it didn't feel right. that scene. It just wasn't the right time for that sex scene. I don't know. Also, I, th- I think the sex scene could have been handled a little bit. I think he was maybe flirting
0: with her in a small way. I mean, he, you can tell by his facial expressions that he was kind of like, this chick is pretty hot, but uh, no, 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 no. I'm just. I, you can just tell, even though he told her to fuck off, you can tell in some of his body language that like, he was kind of... Really happy that she uh, noticed him. It was just he, he didn't look like get the fuck away like that. He was just like hiding everything that he was looking well, at. Well, his and,
1: character's not a piece of shit. He's not an asshole who's gonna curse people out. But he definitely just didn't seem like he wanted anything. What did they? It. What did they call him? Skinner or skin job? Skin, skin job? Skinner? Yeah, yeah. And it's like that was another thing too. They're like the racist against like replicants for like a minute, and they don't really do anything with that. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of neat little ideas in the movie. But it just doesn't, you know, I don't know. It doesn't hold up for me. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for me, it wasn't the best
0: film of this year. Uh, but uh, I didn't find some scenes boring. But visually, it was great. That's the only thing I can really say. I mean, I did like some of the acting. Uh, I thought Joy's character was pretty cool. You know, I especially yeah. love that scene where we both laugh at it, too, when the sh- uh, his ship crashes in that junkyard. And she's like, kind and she's of, like glitching
1: like, out, knocking on the window. Joe, Joe. Joe, that Joe. was so funny. Yeah, and, and oh, she's not, like Kay K or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and and that's another thing. Like you know, th- there's an interesting scene kind of towards the end where you see the commercialized version of Joy and she's talking to Kay It's AKA like a giant Joe. version of her too. Yeah, he naked and, and she's just like you know, like you know, th- there's there's something in that scene where you can tell he's not special because remember in the beginning of the movie she's like, if you're a p- real boy, you need a name. How about Joe? Later in the movie, the the more the uh, the commercial version of her is just like, you look like a nice Joe. And so, it just shows him, like, yeah, she was not special, you're not special, none of this. That was neat. That stuff was cool. Yeah. But, you know, once again, folks, this movie's just, it's really, really slow. It's very boring. Is it bad? It's not. King's I think it's bad because it's too fucking long and there's a lot of holes. but... It's not a terrible film. If you really if you like the pacing of the first movie, I don't know why you would. But if you do, you're going to love this film. Do um, you think they did a good job, though, um, with bringing back Rachel for that scene? I think it was pointless. I think also, okay, so that was another thing I thought about that. When they captured Harrison Ford um, and they brought back Rachel as a means of trying to get him to talk and get him on their side, it should have been the other way around. They should have captured Kay and it should have been like i said they should have downloaded um, joy's memories into a replicant and then she comes out and then it's like hey now you have something to touch so we're she's are going to give you that this that looks like joy yeah we're going to give you this all you got to do is tell us where decker is like i said it should have been different tell us where decker is and or the child they should have done something different with that Yeah. Um, my friend got a philosophical thing out of it that um, when when Deckard says, Rachel's eyes were green, it shows that no matter how hard Neander Wallace tries, that he will never be as perfect as Tyrell because he fucks up. He's not him really up. a god. Yeah, I didn't Like I said, I didn't pick that up from it. I thought it was more like, we got him. We're tempting him. We got this. But you fucked up. What was that scene, though, with the uh, – Okay, so the replicant that um,
0: he uh, was kind of like just waking up or something, the one that just came out of the thing and – he uh, oh, and ta- he cuts her like cuts in- her open like yeah. from the, t- the stomach. I don't know if that was like a like a point. Like, yeah, we can't have well, these the- replicants have children. Or- no, it was
1: that the fact that she couldn't have children it pissed him off, and so he just killed her. But it's like you know that you know that you that they can't have children. So why are you killing this one? Why did you even make it? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of things like that where it's just kind of like it doesn't make sense why a lot of characters are behaving this way. You know, once again the 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 fact that love can just get away with doing whatever and just kill people in a police station. is just like, Oh yeah, no big deal. I like that scene though, when she was, uh, back to the junkyard when, um,
0: she was getting her nails done, but she was still shooting missiles, uh, with these glasses that she yeah. was wearing. She goes fire, fire, fire. And it yeah, was just yeah, like, that was, that again. was, I thought like that I was said, cool. I mean, neat like, shit. It's got neat, neat shit, in it. shit in it. And, um, would you recommend this movie? uh to someone who uh probably seen the blade runner the first one yeah of course because you know i mean this you're like you basically put back into this world you know of the first film but i'm saying that it's good as an action film but it's slow paced it's very slow paced it's got some beats but then it loses them uh you know i would say jared leto's character is not really um captivating as a villain you know um
1: yeah, I got nothing out of his performance. I just kind of laughed every time he was yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm they had to set it up. They had to set it up because, you know, he's
0: still got his corporation. He's still going to make these replicants and he might get another lover,
1: reproducer, you know, or something like that. So, yeah. um, Well, um, I if you really like the first movie, go see this one. Watch the those little prequel short films. Actually, I was going to say that. I was going to mention yeah. that because I was thinking really quick. Watch those if say. you do want to see this movie because it gives really you a little weird. more depth um, it, it tells you what what the blackout is because they bring out the blackout a lot in 2049. But you can actually watch. I think it's called Blade Runner 2022 or something, and like the blackout sequence is in that movie. So check that out. So you learn um, more about Wallace. You, yeah, you learn. Lesson. You just it. It's you just get a little more immersed in it because you understand it. There's just it's just more stuff. It's not necessary. You don't have to watch it. But I would recommend watching those if you watch this movie. But as a regular moviegoer, no, I would not recommend it. Isn't it kind of
0: funny, though, that some of these movies, just like Alien Covenant, like there's scenes that are not in the film, but they just put them out on YouTube that are like crucial because it gives more character development? Well,
1: no, well, yeah. I mean, these weren't like these were their own little short films, though. Okay, there's three short films. The first one's an animated one, that is its own short. I wouldn't imagine that movie in this. But yeah, the stuff, the the other scene with Wallace and then the scene, the other scene with Batista, that all should have been in the movie. I don't know why it wasn't, but it doesn't matter. Once again, it's not a big deal if you miss it or not. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um,
0: is it the worst into- film that we've seen all year? Absolutely not. Because you've already actually said what kind of, what movie you thought was the worst yeah, film, which is Kingsman Kings 2. Yeah. The, the golden uh, fucking shit circle. The cancer of all films. <laughs> the cancer circle. Yeah. Uh, why don't we get into some uh, films this year that we've actually liked, um, especially ones that you've liked. Yeah. Yeah. We, I'm sure we always uh, I are hate everything. sick of hearing Anthony talk about movies he doesn't like. He's just a very skeptical guy, but I can agree with him on some um, some, on some stuff, you know, like Kingsman 2. I mean, it was fucking awful. The movie you know, was it was. Horrible. And uh, I think that... Um, why don't you give me a list of some movies right now that uh, came out this year or actually ones that we
1: saw yeah, and ones uh, that like seen, actually yeah. you know, we'll you, that a, you we're enjoyed. We're going to do a quick uh, little recap here, folks. Right. So the movies that we've seen this year that we liked, let's start with Wonder Woman.
0: Wonder Woman was good. Yeah. I
1: think uh, Wonder Woman was probably the best DC film we've got aside
0: of uh, Lego Batman. Um, yeah, but, we'll get into that in a second. I think Wonder Woman just captivated me more because of the fact that it had a really good story, it had humor in it.
1: Uh, Zack Snyder didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, Well, it was a Patty Jenkins who doesn't normally make movies like this. And you can tell in the cinematography. Um, no, the, you know this movie. You know I've I've gotten shit about this movie. You know like they're like, how oh, can you like it? It's fucking terrible. It's not terrible. It's not a terrible movie. Is it a great movie? No. Is it a good movie? Yes. It's got a lot of good you qualities that, to it. Man, you know? the, the you know the best stuff is the Chris Pine and Gal Gadot scenes. Those are the best stuff. Um, the Themyscira shit sucks. I I don't like any of that. It feels weird. The cinematography's bad. I hate all the weird accents. I know they're trying to match Gal Gadot's uh you know Israeli accent. And so they're all putting on these phony accents. They sound really weird and out of place, and they don't really work for me. But um, you know, the final scene with Hades, no, sorry, uh, Ares, that sucks. You
0: know, I didn't it, really see Ares as like that. That actor, in general, is a great actor, but as him as Ares, I was really looking forward to- You like to the see...
1: flashback where he has the mustache? No, <laughs> he has the big uh, English mustache. handlebar mustache. Yeah.
0: Um, I just would have liked to see, especially if it's the god of war, Ares. I mean, look how he looks like in God of War, the game. You know, it's oh, he's yeah. like a big fucking bulking like metal head. I'm actually thinking dude.
1: about playing that game again. Really? About getting in. Well, Why I don't have, you be Ares for Halloween? Why don't you be Ares for Halloween, dude? Oh, oh, I, I don't, don't have it. Fucking Halloween's next week. I don't, I know, don't have time. No, no, no. I I, hey, when I put on some more muscle, I want to be Kratos, dude. Kratos. One of these days. Yeah, one day, shave folks, your head, I, and, and I'm still a scrawny little bitch. But one day, dude, Kratos, I'm um, gonna be badass. Um. The, the, okay, so the things I didn't like about Wonder Woman was the CGI. It was terrible. Um, I didn't like, like I said, the Themyscira crap. Um, there's a lot of li- other little things such as like those other characters, like Chief. He's like one of the worst characters in the movie. And he's literally there just to deliver a political statement, which is retarded. Um, I, you know, I, I don't really like the overall like end of the movie. Like, you know, love triumphs over all. It's like, oh shut the fuck up. But it's more fun. You know the acting's not terrible. I mean, Gal Gadot ain't the best, but she ain't terrible either. You know. I was kind of worried about that because I didn't know if she would carry the film, and well, she that's did. That's what Chris Pine like. was for. So she, you know, her. It's weird because her acting kind of worked with the whole fish out of water thing. It worked. It worked in this movie. Is she a good actress? No, but it worked. That's the thing about Hollywood. That's the thing about movies. Is if you're a terrible actor, all they need to do is just keep re- uh, you know, keep reshooting and reshooting and take after take until they get your best take, and bam, on to the next scene. Uh, But she wouldn't last, you know, a second on stage in theater. But But you um, still enjoyed it. Yes, I enjoyed the movie. I I saw it again. I showed my girlfriend the movie, and we both didn't. We're like, yeah, this movie kind of. It's. Wonder Woman to me is one of those films where you can only see it once. Because if you see it again, you're going to start hating it. Because it's not a great movie. It's just good enough. I can see it one time. I'm fine with it, you know. But I saw it again, and like, oh, God, Danny Houston's character is
0: terrible. Uh, Well, why don't we get into. uh we talk about get out did you see get out yes i did yeah what'd you think did you see get out Mm-hmm. i fucking thought fuck dude it was it was good i really like the fact that you know i feel like i've seen a movie like that before well it's like um, Stepford
1: housewives kind of
0: yeah yeah i mean uh the character the main actor i recognized him from an episode of um black, black mirror. mirror 15 million merits yeah, yeah. yeah. um and uh there was a lot of people just saying this movie, it got so many good scores on Rotten
1: Tomatoes, like 90, I think 99. It got 100% Yeah, at one point, yeah. So that, and, then, you know, it always drops because there's always a reviewer who comes in and says, this movie sucks, and then it drops 90. Yeah, that just
0: intrigued me, though. I mean, it was also, like, a horror but comedy at the same time. Yeah. But it was very, like, it was very gripping. Like, you're always, like... On edge, you're clenching your seat, watching this because you know this family that he's introduced to. They they seem nice on the outside, but they're fucking psycho on the inside. You know, and you find out that the girl that he's seeing is that was quite twi- uh, quite a twist when you find out that yeah. he finds that box and all the people that she's dated in order just to bring them over so they can do this brain transfer thing. So, and it was I think that was a really cool idea. And fuck, I mean, the guy that directed it from. Uh, was it Keel? Uh, yeah, Peele it's Jordan Peele. Yeah, he did a great job, and um, I like the his friend too, the little airport security guy. That yeah, was he funny. was good.
1: That actually, the, the whole like funny black sidekick thing, it actually worked. Yeah, like I, I wasn't sure if that was gonna work in this movie, but the guy saves the day. He did. Yeah, that AM stuff was too. clever.
0: It was very funny. Um, it was like um, just one of those great thrillers I've seen for a long time, and I, I mean, I saw I think two more times after that. It still, kind of yeah. holds its hold its own and i yeah, i mean it, in a way have you seen uh being john malkovich oh my god yeah i love that movie I mean, okay do you have did you kind of get a feeling of that being john malkovich thing it's also the fact that that actress was in the film too uh
1: oh yeah i know no i didn't feel anything well being Ooh. trapped
0: in someone and watching them from the outside
1: oh well he, oh when he's he's in the sunken place whatever yeah i actually i you know i didn't put that together now but yeah. now that you bring it up i kind of see what you mean um yeah, we'll see. Okay, so I did like, I oh man, I liked the movie. Right, I loved the way it was shot, and acting's great all across the board. Um, the plot's crazy, stupid, and silly, but you know, this is probably just me. But I felt the movie was a little race baity. Um, I felt like there was a lot. Oh, black of- is the end thing. Well, okay. Well, that was funny. That was funny. But like, there was there's some there's some stuff that just feels a little race baity. Um, there's a lot of metaphorical scenes in the movie, um, like such as like what is it? The sunken in place when he's in the sunken place. Apparently, it's a metaphor of how black people, black Americans feel in this country. It's like they feel very like sunken. And this is your opinion, or this is no, no, no. This is what I this is what I've read online. Okay. Um, you know, apparently that scene is uh, it's supposed to represent how black Americans feel in this country, and I didn't agree with it. I didn't agree with that, you know, little metaphor. Um, like I said, you know, this the, there was a lot of other scenes in the movie that just kind of felt like this movie was trying to tell me that, like, hey, white people are racist. And... On one hand, you know, one of my friends is like, "Oh no, it's a spoof. It's all a spoof." I was like, "Eh, it feels a little too serious to be a spoof. I don't know." So I feel, you know, I feel like that movie had this. Um, you know, I know I'm I'm stepping into Nazi territory. Don't want to get there. But I, you know, it's it's a good movie. Like I said, acting across the board is great. You know, the whole sequence is wonderful. Um, or the whole sequence, the whole movie is pretty great. You know, when you take out all that political yeah. bullshit. But there's a lot of politics in the movie that I just don't really. That doesn't sit well with me but that's yeah. just that's just me just Would i overall, recommend this movie yes yes, yes. please Great movie. uh what you got um you got lego next? batman lego batman that movie was fucking fuck. amazing that movie was fun i i didn't know what to expect when i saw it um i wanted to see a movie and uh swan's like hey you want to go see a film and i was like sure uh yeah you want to go see batman i was just like batman he's like oh yeah the, the, they made a lego batman movie i was like oh would you ever see the lego movie no that actually, is I need good to. Too. I know, I that's know. I, I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet, but but
0: they introduced uh, the Batman character in it. But um, he's actually a ma- major character in that movie.
1: Oh, in the Lego movie. In the Lego
0: oh, movie cool. too. So no wonder they gave him his own film. Plus, it's fucking Batman. Uh, when I saw the trailers
1: for it, it looked fucking funny as hell. Now this is the best DC film that's come out really? since The Dark Knight. Absolutely, I think this movie is fantastic. I just don't. Okay, here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing about this movie. I didn't like. I enjoyed this film. And this is the only gripe I have about this movie. And I know it's for kids. And I know it's supposed to be like a comedy. But this whole Batman thing of the way he was acting in the film, to me, that oh, was like, narcissistic? Not, yeah, that wasn't Batman to me because Batman's not like, I'm Batman, I'm Batman. Oh, yeah, I got a cool yeah. fucking uh skebo. It's just like, it, that, that's funny. I well, get it. Well, that's the point. That's, that's the, the point. point it's, of the movie. it's a reversal it's, it's of how he's like because... Yeah. He is like a dark uh, uh, superhero who pretty much just beats the shit out of guys and, and causes fear in them. And then in the movie, he's just
1: like, he's you know he's, he's like a narcissistic and, fucking
0: yeah. egomaniac. And, uh, but the scene, that's the only grip I have about that film. But the scene I really liked also in that film was the whole um, lobster scene when he goes back to the mansion after like, you know, saving the city. Yeah. And he's by himself and he's just like all alone. He's like, woe is me. And he's cooking that lobster in the microwave. And that scene, you can just tell like, He's just like waiting for it to fucking finally be done. And the whole time that's happening, you're watching this as it's going, it's the silence and everyone's just laughing because it's so funny. It's just like, uh, he's like, Alfred, I'm home. And it's just like, it's, it's like echoes throughout the entire place. Cause no one's yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> how shit. lonely
1: is. Yeah, no. There's a lot of neat little stuff like that. I liked Ray Fiennes as um, as Alfred, you know, what's funny. They had Voldemort, the character in the movie, but Ray Fiennes didn't do the voice. Yeah, it's interesting. I was interesting. wondering why they did that. I don't it's know. It's a Warner Brothers film, so it's like you know, it's not like there's a you know some sort of legal thing he couldn't do it. So I was concerned. I was like, oh, he's not. They're not going to do that. He's not. That'd be kind of funny. And then maybe there's that a weird interaction with Voldemort and Alfred. But whatever. It's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, no. This movie was fun. You know, it was unapologetic. It's a spoof. But yeah, you know, I I really enjoyed this film. It was it was a fantastic movie. One of the best films of the year, in my opinion, because um, there's been a lot of shit this year. Um, did you see Baby Driver? No, I didn't. Oh, it's it's good. I it's really want to see that. I know it's already out. Yeah. Uh, and no, I'm go gonna, see it. I'm gonna go see it. I just uh, well, I'm gonna you know rent it whatever rent yeah, it or stream it, like it. Stream pirate it. yeah. It, pirate pirate it, 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 yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, this movie's good. Um, you know, a lot of people thought it was a little too well. I thought it was a little too over stylized. There's a couple little plot things in it that kind of don't really work. But I think the movie overall, like I said once again, I think it's one of the best films of the year. Uh, you know, it's got style. It's fun. Um good music, good soundtrack. Once again, that has to do with style. Edgar Wright, you know, he uh, he he will never be Edgar wrong. <laughs> At least not yet. Um, but no, that the you know, Baby Driver's a good movie. Go see that as well. Did you see Skull, Kong Skull Island? Yes, I did. The fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked it. I mean, John C.
0: Riley's character was kinda of a little bit weird being in that film, but um awesome. Oh, dude,
1: he was Dr. Steve Brule. Yeah. Have you seen, you've seen Tim and Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah, yeah. With a fucking jacket. It's like for your health. Like he was Dr. Steve fucking Breville all the way that, that was, it's weird because this movie, like it wasn't like, it wasn't really that good. It was kind of stupid, but it was fun. Like, I don't know. I, when I saw the movie, I was like, I had a lot of fun watching this. Like, you know, I don't think I'd ever see this again, but like, this was fun. It was like, fun. Yeah. You know, you know not, Tom you know, Hilton
0: wasn't bad, you know, and, he, and I don't know. You know was- this is a lot of Marvel actors in that. Yeah, I yeah. know and, uh, the uh, actress that's playing
1: uh, the uh, Captain Marvel. She's uh, yeah. Uh, oh God, I, I just spaced on her name. What The fuck is her name? Brie Larson. That's her name. Brie Larson. Yeah, she's in it. Um, you know, uh, fucking uh, John C. Riley's in it, which you know he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Samuel Jackson, fucking Nick Fury. You know he's in it. Um, that's all I can think of for right now. Um, oh yeah. yeah, Toby. You know Toby Kebbell, who was you know Koba in the. Um, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. He actually played Kong in this movie. Oh,
0: he did. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. He, he's a, he's a, he's a
1: human character in this movie, but then he's also Kong. Something that Andy Serkis did not That's yeah, that's I know, right? Finally, a- Andy Serkis has moved on from playing monkeys. Now he's playing <laughs> evil Yodas. Yeah, he's playing uh, claws yeah. too. Um,
0: yeah, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, Kong. I mean, I did. You think you liked it better than the uh, Peter Jackson Kong?
1: It's been a long time. I I don't know. Peter Jackson's Kong was more of like a visual masterpiece where it's very beautiful, and the whole movie it's got a nice little emotional feel to it. It's like a remake, but the one from the 30s But this is this is yes, no. It's almost an exact remake of the original one. But this was more kind of just like it felt more like an action spoof. You know, it kind of felt like you know Kong meets Pacific fucking Rim because of all those weird aliens and shit. Yeah, those weird island dinosaur things. Um, (laughs) But no, I, I. if you feel like fucking around, I would turn this. I would get drunk for watching this movie and like hang out with a bunch of friends, and then just fucking turn this movie on and just have fun while you watch it. Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Uh yes. Okay, well, that's another movie that came out this year. I I didn't like it that much. I thought it was just kind of like, hey, speaking of the guy that has the Guardians of the Galaxy poster well, that's, in, right, in his house, the first movie was fantastic. Um, but this movie was kind of like, hey, remember Guardians? Well, here's more. You like this, right? Look how obnoxious Drax is. Isn't it funny that he's just over, like, just, oh, ha, ha, ha! you're so ugly. Oh, ha, ha! Yeah. It was like, yeah, I, I get and it. Yeah, baby
0: Groot shoved right in your fucking face.
1: God, the whole baby, hey, buy this toy. Buy this Funko doll. It seemed like a fucking ad for a fucking toy. Yeah. Like, he yeah. even had Funko eyes. It's like, buy the Funko doll. I mean, the movie was funny. It was good.
0: I mean,. Marvel doesn't fucking disappoint. It was it was bland. It's not bad. It, it's not a bad movie. It's but just you, it's bland. Another movie it that you enjoyed. Wild. I mean, you can still say, hey, I want." I saw this film.
1: I saw I was it, enjoyed
0: by some parts of
1: it. I liked it, but I was just kind of like, it's like one of those things where, you know, you see it, and then you're kind of like, all right, I don't think I'll see it again. But uh, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I liked I it. Guess I, I guess I got $10, $11 worth, but it was like, eh. Um,
0: I have to learn I had a plan. No hey, you day. know,
1: I was in the movie and uh you know, it did fucking punchy. You know, I'm going to box. Uh, you know. You broke the <laughs> your code. Um, But, like, okay, the funniest scene in the movie to me was when uh, he's talking to his, to his dad, Ego, and he's like, generate the ball of energy, Peter. And he generates the ball. And then Ego takes a few steps back and he's like, Peter. Throw it over here, and then it's like, Oh, he's playing catch up. Oh, and the music, and it's fucking hilarious like that to Slow me. Slow motion, yeah. Yeah, I was the first person in the theater who
0: started laughing because you see Russ, uh, Kurt Russell, like kind of walk, and he turns around
1: and he goes. And he makes that gesture, like, throw it to me, son. <laughs> and, yeah, like, I was the first one in the theater who started laughing at it and like, And then people, I noticed, started to pick it up and started laughing with me. But I was just like, that's fucking hilarious because you don't see movies like that. Like, oh, look, he finally gets to play catch with dad. Oh, yeah, like that. That was funny. But the rest of the movie, like, you know, all the jokes where I'm supposed to be cracking up, such as calling the Asian girl ugly and. And, you know, all the stupid crap. with Rocket, like, you know, that, that stuff kind of was like, eh, it's, Rocket, it's, Rocket is funny. it made me chuckle, but it wasn't like, those jokes didn't Not as stick. as good as the first. Yeah, no, the first movie's much better. Um, um, we yeah. didn't see Dark Tower, but Fuck I'd like that. to see that movie. But N- uh, No, you, I've heard it's really bad. I said,
0: I'm just, I, I'm,
1: I'm a movie critic on certain things. Well, I'd that's... read the books first, because uh, apparently the books are much better. Um, um, well, God, uh, Alien Coming, I already talked about
0: that. That was fucking dog shit. Um transformers the last night i saw that unfortunately that was <laughs> fucking more dog shit
1: why did you see that movie all
0: right here's the thing about transformers okay i'm a sucker for things when it comes to actually like if i if i've seen the first film in a series or the second film or even if i keep going if it's the third or fourth i just fucking give them money and i still go see the next one i'm, I'm, I'm i love transformers like when i was a kid and i'm hoping maybe they'll nail it this time maybe they'll get this one right
1: and they did not no you know no, why they make know these now. fucking movies? You know why but they fuck. make these movies? Because they make money in China. Because Chinese fucking people love the big giant robots and the big monsters. They love that shit. They love watching that shit fight. That's why. That's why there was a T Rex in the fucking I think the fourth or the fifth one, Age of Extinction or whatever, it has the T Rex Transformer. Like, like you know, America, these movies flop. Dinobots, I it. think that's what they're yeah, called. Yeah, but the fucking Chinese love this shit. And so and a lot of movies are now being made. You can tell they're being made for foreign uh, you know, audiences. Uh, what is it? The Mummy. Apparently, that movie is literally spelled out to you as if you have a mental disorder because it's made for You're people. talking about the new one, Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, the one that came because it's series. made yeah. for people who can't speak English. If you want more information on that, folks, watch Red Letter Media's uh, review of The Mummy, of the new one.
0: Yeah, that's not good either. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Didn't uh, see it. That was all right for what it was. I was better than the last one. Um, let's see. John Wick two,
1: eh? It was all right. I like the first one for first sure. First one's better. This one, what I okay, I did like the homeless thing in this movie where it's like the bums are actually like a part of a secret underground organization and they're not actually like that was fun. By I, I want a
0: spin-off about that. The Lawrence Fishburne homeless people. Yeah,
1: I want a whole spinoff about that. Um, yeah, that that stuff was fun, but the rest of the movie kind of was just like, eh, whatever. I saw it and was just kind of underwhelmed.
0: That's uh, pretty much, I'm looking at my list and that's pretty much everything I've seen as far as the big, the big films. Um, I haven't really seen any of the underground like uh, independent films on this list. I did see a really cool film called, um, I think it was like break it down or it was, it was a, a documentary about the underground uh, punk scene in North Bay, uh, Berkeley. Uh, Turn It Around. That's what it's called. And it's about, like, how a lot of the punk bands started, like Green Day, Operation Ivy. Uh, it was a great, like, documentary. Almost a three-hour film. But uh, I, I loved it because it kind of, like, you know, the bands that you liked or you want to know how, like, Gilman Street first started, it tells you everything about that. And yeah. that was a great,
1: great documentary. Well, you know another movie I saw this year that I really liked and and, and it kind of just came and went? What was uh, that? The Hitman's Bodyguard. I was a little worried about seeing it, but I saw it on a cheap Tuesday. And I was just like, fuck it, you know, let's, let's go give it a shot. And I thought it was going to be dog shit. And I just, I had fun. I think it was one of the like, you know, funnest movies I've seen in a while. It was unapologetic, you know, it, it didn't overdo it either, which I liked, you know, and, uh, oh God, you can't go wrong with Sama Hayek's big juicy ass. <laughs> you don't see her bare ass in the movie, but like, you know, there's a, there's a sequence where she's fighting people and she's in jeans and then she like bends over and like fucking, uh, uh, Sam Jackson's like mouth drops and i was thinking the same thing i was like yeah i'm like dude and then you see her fucking tits Dead jiggling in and it's just like oh she's so fucking hot that was that was a nice scene for me I, I, you know, yeah i you know hitman's bodyguard was a fun movie um you know ron reynolds and sam jackson do really they're really well together um i thought it was just the ass that you liked that was it about the tub. oh yeah no you know i'm just a <laughs> misogynist prick and all i cared to look at his tits I and mean, it's not like women are people right um, but, but, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah no just go see this movie it's a lot of fun Salma Hayek's character is amazing besides the way she looks she just she she plays it really well and her, you know her, her her chemistry with Sam Jackson's you know fantastic Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson work really well together as well it's a great film go see it I know it just kind of came and went but it's it's a lot of fun well
0: unless there's anything else that you saw this year that I didn't see
1: that I liked yeah I've seen a lot
0: of bad movies this year I've seen a lot of bad movies i'm just going over the ones i actually seen even though yeah. they we're bad too we both saw
1: the the mummy we just talked about that i saw and... cure for wellness mm-hmm. you know about that movie uh who's in that movie again uh han oh, jason isaacs yeah. uh it's it's really weird it feels like shutter island mm-hmm. and then the last half hours like basically watching like van helsing Really? it's it's really fucking weird like there's basically this sequence where you find out jason isaac spoilers this movie sucks um you find out that he's like immortal and then like his face gets burned and then he's like fighting Dane to hand he's throwing him around there's all this action and they're in a cave and i'm like i feel like i'm watching dracula like oh it, just, it just felt like i was watching like a monster movie and it, it just turns into fun schlock at the end but it's it's not good the movie's a waste yeah. of time it's and it's too long too um yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of bad films, but let, let's talk about the, the, the final movie that we actually liked. The Holy Grail of uh, The Holy Grail of 2017 films, and that was Logan. Fuck. Logan was amazing. Logan is my favorite film of the year. It's probably one of my favorite films in a couple of years. I mean, I
0: don't know, man, because this film, you know, I'm a Wolverine fan, and I love the X-Men, and I love Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman's... Uh, approach as Wolverine, regardless of people bitching about it saying, Oh, he's not fucking short enough or, you know, whatever. Um, this movie was just gritty. It was like really just hardcore gritty and violent. And it was sad watching this guy who was, you know, this superhero mutant. I mean, basically that's what he is, but you know, uh, shriveled down to this older version of himself who's dying and he can't even like fight. As much as, yeah, as, Alexis, as he used
1: to. So I did some research on the movie, and they say that the reason why he's like aging is because I guess the adamantium is finally breaking down. So and it's so, poisoning his yeah. blood. Yeah, and so there's a lot of theories. I actually thought, because Xander Rice at the end of the movie explains how he killed the mutants, he's like, oh yeah, I was using corn syrup to put additives to target the mutant X gene. And that's a, one of the ways he wiped out everybody. It's implied. There's a lot of implications in this movie that they don't just tell you outright. And that's one of them. So I thought, oh, maybe, maybe since Wolverine was virtually immortal, he got hit with that thing, but instead of dying, he just started aging. That's what I thought.
0: I actually knew right when I was first watching the film that was the animanium because he made kind of hints at it.
1: Yeah, he talks about it a lot. So it's it, you know that's that's what it is most likely. Although, like I said, it's still more of an implication than it is a statement. Um, but yeah, that, I, I originally thought it was something it's else. It's like your father's one to put this poison in me. Yeah, you know, I think I might have killed him. That was yeah. a good line. Um, yeah, no, it's you know, it's you know. You, wait, wait, did he
0: say? Didn't he already say? I'm a. i am I think I'm going to kill him, and he's like, no, he said, yeah, I think I might have killed him, and he's like, I think you did too. Oh, I thought he said, I think I'm going to kill him because he was so delusional. No, like, no, no, oh, no, I think you already
1: did. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's fun to watch this. You know, it's this movie's like it's it kind of it hits you close to home because it's like you're watching you're watching someone who, you know, you've seen him in all the movies. He's in fucking, he's immortal, he's invincible, he's badass, and you're seeing him struggle in this. He's fucking, you know, once again, what is it? They explain in Days of Future Past, like, hey, no one's going to remember the past except for you. So he has all these memories of stuff that has happened or didn't happen, but he's, and, you know, all these painful memories. And then finally, once again, everyone, all the X-Men are dead because, um, you know, Charles had a seizure in the movie, and which, once again, it's implied. It's never fully given to you that he killed the X-Men. I mean, it's it's... Well, it's pretty much apparent that he did, but yeah, never he said did it do up. it, but it's, it's, it's given to you more as like kind of, if there's a lot of hints. It's not so much as like he killed everyone, you know, like that, yeah. that statement's not made like the closest you get. Whereas when, before Charles gets stabbed, he's just like, I did something. Or I did something when in Westchester. They were, they were
0: driving uh, the car and was on the radio. Like we haven't seen a catastrophic event until like the Westchester incident. We or haven't something. seen like a, an and event like this. Right before it was going to get into it. Yeah, and the death of the it was a- a, of the, the X, X. X, and then, and then it, it just yeah. turns it off.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, like a lot of like a lot of this movie is very subtle in that regard. You know, it's this movie's not blatant in in your face, and you know, even with the violence, like yeah, it's really violent, but it's like Wolverine stabs as many people as he does in the previous films. But, film. this, just, is, this, yeah, time but this is this is actually what it should look yeah. like with a guy with fucking razor sharp blades on his hands. What's gonna do? It's gonna slice and dice you, Maybe yeah, slice and dice, up. and there'll be lots of blood and gore and shit. And you know, one of my friends thought that he swore too much. I was like, yeah. No. wolverine would swear he would he would he say in the fuck out of the truck world. that was funny with the oh, stick fuck god damn. oh with the shovel yeah what did you uh think of uh x-23s uh the the actress a little, a little oh thing. uh oh, she, yeah i forgot her name but the girl plays laura yeah no yeah. i thought she was great you know like i i re, you know i i watched some videos about her about her audition and like what is it she's she's telling uh she told james mangle in the audition she's like can i improv this can i do all this again but improvise it and you know yeah. everyone was just like, whoa, improv this little fucking. She was like nine years old at the time. She's like this little nine year old wants to improv. Wow, that's impressive. And you know, yeah, dude, I've noticed like you know from Stranger Things too. Like a lot of like the girl who plays Eleven. A lot of these um like they're getting a lot of like Spanish kid actors now to be in films. Yeah, and I, didn't and I know, think actually that's... she was Spanish. The uh, yeah. the girl that plays Eleven. Yeah, because I looked her up. She's from Spain. She's from Madrid. Wow. Yeah. So like I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool that they're getting all these like you know young Spanish kids. The girl who plays Laura is Spanish. Um. Yeah, I guess that's the new, that's where you get all the child actors who can act. I yeah. guess they're really good in Spain. But um, I like the X-24 uh, thing, too. Yeah, you know, I was really worried about that when they initially brought it. I was like, oh, no, an evil Wolverine. Oh, this is going to be really bad. But it was metaphorical. It's like you're fighting the animal. Uh, you know, don't – what is it? Don't be what they made you. Don't be that. It's like, you know, that could have been his fate. He could have been a mindless killing machine. But he has a lot of humanity, thanks to Charles, thanks to his life experiences, and like
0: yeah, because he could have just turned out that way. But yeah. it was kind of like he was fighting his inner demon, yeah, which was that, even though it pretty much killed him. And yeah, it did.
1: Fell. His 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 inner demon, his
0: his own beast, killed him. So, um, but I liked it. I liked it. That especially that scene at the farm. That was intense. That movie. That scene was completely intense with X uh, twenty th- three being captured by twenty four, and then Wolverine first fights him. That was just... That was fucking dope. Yeah. I loved it. There's so many fucking good things in this movie, and
1: how many times did you see it in the theater? Once. You saw it once? I, I saw only saw it I once. Twice, but but I, uh, I downloaded it, and I watched it a fuck ton. Now I finally have it on Blu-ray. Um, do you
0: prefer the black and white version more than the color version? I haven't version? seen it yet. I, I, mean, I thought this, we watched the black and white version. Well, we yeah.
1: watched a scene from it. I I, I oh, need to no, watch the whole yeah. movie. I need to watch the whole movie in black and white before I make a, a statement on it. Um, But... Yeah. Oh, what is it? The scene where Charles, you know, he's burying Charles and he's trying to give a speech, but he can't, yeah. he just keeps saying the same words. Like there's a lot of water and then he's choking on his words. And I liked that because it's like, yeah, you know, in a movie like this, you would expect Wolverine to give some big heartfelt speech, but that's not Wolverine. Wolverine doesn't give speeches. He can't. He's not his, – his fucking vocabulary isn't, you know uh, – um, He's not the guy diverse who's, like enough. the and first guy in the group. He's that not that point smart out, yeah. to do that. He wouldn't do that. That would be something that, like, you know, Storm or Scott would maybe do, or Gene. Like, he wouldn't do that. And so I thought that was perfect where he's just sitting there and he's he's trying to give a eulogy, but he just, he just can't. And then he just fucking beats his truck up and passes out. Like, that was – and it, makes, it made me almost cry when I first saw it. I was like, oh, man, I, I feel your pain, dude. I know a
0: lot of people that, uh, when I was seeing the film, that people did cry when he died at the end.
1: I almost did. I was telling you that when you and I saw it. Because it's like, you know, when I was six years old, this movie came out. Because, you know, you're, you're a few years older than me. But, like, when I saw it, I was six. The, the first, first X-Men? X-Men? Was, uh, the first X-Men 2000. Movie. Yeah, X-Men 2000. I was six years old. And so, you know, he's the character. Hugh Jackman's character of Wolverine has been in my life since I was a child. And so, yeah, watching him die on screen was a little tough. I was just like, dude, this is, this is hard to sit through because it's like, ah, I feel like I'm watching a childhood hero of mine die. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it, when he, like, you know, when, you know, if you Jackman died, you know what? I mean, we're all going to die, but like, you know, if he, you know, when the day that he kicks the bucket, when he gets too old and he kicks the bucket, I'm going to be devastated, dude. I'll be like, oh, Wolverine's dead for real. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I remember, um
0: I think it was Ryan Reynolds was still trying to get him to push to be in a Deadpool movie. I'm like, well, he just
1: died in his. I think he should just make a cameo or something. Like, I don't think he should be. I would like to see a movie where it's like, yeah, it's like they they they're they're like it's like a buddy cop movie where it's Wolverine and fucking Deadpool. That'd be fun. That would be funny because they're totally opposite of each other. They could still, they might still do it because what is it? They're not really in talks for a new Wolverine actor. Well, actually,
0: right now they're talking about uh, the X23 spinoff which oh. I don't know necessarily if it's going to be the same actress, the uh, young well, girl, actress, young. or if they're going to fast forward to an uh, older version of her, which is funny too. Cause you know, I was always thinking like, okay, when they enjoy, uh, they put the claws in her in the feet and the hands. Right. When she gets older, her body's going to get a little bit bigger. Yeah. So these claws on her hands are probably going to be like, not so big. They're going to be like child size. You ever yeah. Think about that?
1: Yeah. I was, I was thinking about that because her claws won't be able to grow properly. I was just like, yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. But you know, who's gonna fucking it's, it's have movies. like thumbtacks for fucking? Yeah, I know flies. it's it's movie. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you were talking about uh, the the maybe adamantium
0: him. grows with you. I don't know. I don't. Know. Yeah, the scene with Wolverine when he died at the end. That the scene, this was really heartfelt too. This is this was tough. It was when he's like, so this is what it feels like. Yeah, I don't know. People first said the speculation that either a he was talking about love. Being like, because his daughter loved him, or B, because he was finally dying. I was like, no, it's, it's dying. It's, it's yeah, he, cause he's dying. Yeah, I think it's because he's he, dying. That's what he Jean wanted. That's and, what he's you know, wanted. Yeah. He, he, he never really got a chance because he felt like he was tormented because he couldn't die, and then he's finally starting to die, and he's like, this this is what I want. This is what it feels yeah. like.
1: You know, You know, this movie kind of felt like a Western, too. It had that it Western feel to it. I mean, that, what is it? James Mangold and Hugh Jackman both said they were kind of feeling... They were like, you know, we, we consider this movie like a, a, a neo-Western. Yeah, it was a lot of desert in it. Yeah, and, a lot of uh, desert. And just like, you know, an old, rugged character has to, you know, whip out the gun, or in his case, the claws, one last time to save the village. <laughs> save the town. Exactly. From the government, from the man. Plus, we're going to take it. down your acres. And Plus they you know, had yeah. that, uh,
0: I can't recall the name of the movie, but that one film that they are watching in the hotel, the, the Western.
1: Sh- yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I think it was called Sh- Shane. S H A N. As that a was the eulogy key. that she
0: said uh, uh, when at uh, his uh, grave at the end of the film. Yeah, she you talking. know
1: that. I think that's one thing I can complain about. I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's a weird little speech to give. That you're quoting a film that you were like half watching with Charles. Like,
0: well, she didn't know what to say either. Yeah, but yeah. you know, she at first she denied him as her father, and then finally when she uh, he's dying, she's like, she was calling him daddy. Yeah, you know, and everyone. I, it was really funny though because that the the, the the chubby little black kid. Who had the electrical powers? Mm-hmm. He is holding a Wolverine toy in his fucking yeah, hands. That so I'm was like, cute.
1: What the fuck? is like. Well, that was another thing too. It's like, yeah, you know, the X Men uh, ended up becoming like a comic book franchise in the movie. It's just like, oh yeah, it's like you know, and in Logan, you know, he even says he's like maybe like a third of it happened, but not like this. And he's like, you know, they just they took our struggles and they commercialized it. And it yeah, it's funny that me they put him in the costume like yeah. the way he looks like in the comic, the yellow in spandex that. and yeah. shit. Yeah, it, maybe that that joke
0: uh, or someone said something. But um, yeah, I mean, best film this
1: year. We have a few more films to go. And I can months. keep talking about this film, but it's yeah. if you have not seen Logan, get off your ass and see it, because it's, it's a fantastic movie. It's a fucking movie. great movie.
0: Um, So I was going to ask, um, in about a week or so, we
1: got Thor Ragnarok yeah. coming out. And I'm actually excited excited looking about forward to this. I am, because the first one, you know, was kind of spoofy, but I like it. The second one was garbage, in my opinion. I hated uh, Dark World. Yeah. Um, But this looks like it's going to be just more fun. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it feels. I mean, I hope they don't go overboard with the humor again. But like, you know, I this looks more fun, and I can't wait to see it. I kind of wish Thor kept his long hair because you know Viking shit. I wish he would just grow like a huge beard. You know, like what if he had the haircut but then a long huge beard? Oh, okay,
0: I'll settle for that. The redeeming factor is that he has a really long beard. Yeah, we'll just
1: make him look like a Viking. Damn it! Stop (laughs) with this Marvel fucking Disney bullshit. Make him look badass. But whatever. I'm nitpicking. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm only looking forward to justice league so I could shit on it later in a later podcast. Okay. Let me tell you this.
0: This will be funny if that movie is actually good. And uh, let's just say somehow it knocks your ass off. Like, Oh my fucking God. Like I did not expect this. Like you already made like fucking like things about the trailer. Like the CGI looks like fucking like shit. It looks like a fucking video game. Let's just say that there's a lot of, there's a lot of good parts in the film. There might be some bad ones but it will be better than Batman v Superman in your eyes and maybe stand up in that Wonder Woman kind of. Like, if
1: it's better than Wonder Woman, I'll gen- I'll give you five bucks if it's better than Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, but I I don't think this movie is going to be good. They've had to reshoot half the film. Uh, I really don't like how they're playing up the whole Aquaman thing. Like, look how funny he is. Isn't he funny? I'm like, oh, is he going to be the comedy relief? Yeah, he's going to be the relief. I thought really. Flash I, mean, I know was.
0: Flash would be, but Jason Momoa's character, you can tell, though, he's enjoying it because I've seen him at panels and he's loving the fact that he's Aquaman and everyone's kind of like, oh. yeah, and
1: Ben Affleck still looks like he wants to hang himself.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> we already know how you feel about justice league. I'm ex- semi excited about it just because I love justice league. I love DC, but, um, I'm not as like, say, you know, excited as I was for Batman v Superman, because when I first heard about that movie, we, we wanted a movie like that for years, Batman v Superman. And then it turned out to uh, be not what we expected. So, uh, and then um you kind of already kind of said you were done
1: but we have Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, 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 okay. I don't think this movie is going to be good. Um uh Mark Hamill said uh oh yeah um you know I when I first got the script I fundamentally disagreed with everything my character did. Also there's a video on YouTube folks check it out it's called Mark Hamill shits on Star Wars and there's a bunch of, it's I like a compilation this. it's a compilation of him just kind of talking shit about the movies. And they're new. These are these aren't old. These are like newer, like the last couple years. Um, and so, if Luke Skywalker, if our guy Luke doesn't like this film, or he's dropping hints that these movies aren't good, I don't think it's going to be good. I also, they're also pushing this diversity thing really hard. There's a bit. There was a big article that came out a few a few months ago that was just like, "Hey, everyone, we cast an Asian person in the movie." It's like, okay, good for you. What? Are you really? <laughs> like okay i
0: don't i don't care who's black or white yellow or yellow. Fucking, or like, they had you know, asian aliens in a phantom menace
1: remember that <laughs> oh yeah all the, the japanese we must stop
0: all communication down there.
1: <laughs> don't get me started on those movies i know i know, I know. but uh, no i just i don't think this movie's gonna be good i think it's gonna be well okay it's probably gonna be good in the sense where this uh episode seven was i hated episode seven you loved it everyone loves it i hate that fucking movie we'll talk about that when we actually get into star wars um, I'm saving all my Star Wars shit for that. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about it. So any want to talk Star more Wars, about Star Wars when we actually, see but yeah, Last Jedi. Okay. but I'm, I, I don't think it's going to be good. I'm pretty done with Star Wars at this point, but we'll see what happens. I'm actually it, also
0: you know. looking forward to murder on the Orient express. What's Have that? No, it's like a It film. Was I talking to you about that? It was like, yeah, some... yeah. You briefly mentioned yeah, it. It's kind of cool because it all takes place on a train. This is actually a remake of an older film um i like films like that that you know it's like a murder mystery yeah and it seems really cool they got a good cast in it um i'm not even going f- i'm just switching the gears really quick i know it comes out in a week or so but jigsaw
1: yeah <laughs> fuck they made seven of those movies i don't need to see an eighth i only i've only seen up to saw four or five i think i saw i saw five i saw saw five, <laughs> so five. I I saw, saw five i saw five them.
0: But, yeah, I mean, as far as everything else, I think that's it besides anything that's, like, underground or independent. Yeah,
1: there's plenty of indie shit. I'm just talking about the big stuff. There's I don't care about any of the Oscar bait movies that are coming out. They're making a movie about Winston Churchill. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm so over World War II. Wait, isn't uh Leonardo DiCaprio?
0: No, they're doing a Teddy Roosevelt movie. Oh, uh, they're doing that, too.
1: Yeah, I think... uh... See, all the Oscar bait movies. Now we get all the big A-listers to come out and put on bad accents and then wins all the Oscars. It's like, oh, this movie is dedicated to those struggling... Blah blah blah, diversity, race baiting, ism ism ism. Fuck you. Fuck your movies and fuck your award ceremonies. I'm done with it. Do you think that they're at least gonna
0: acknowledge Logan in these awards uh, ceremonies? I don't know. The Oscars. I'd like for them to. But I, I wish know. they would because I mean, if
1: they if they don't do it in the Golden Globes, then they won't do it because the Golden Globes are pretty. It's the fucking, Oscars mirror the Golden Globes and they're just sense. not doing it because it's based on a comic book. I don't know. I mean, like I said, you know, when you think about Oscar bait movies, it's always this big, like you know, like like La La Land. That feels like an Oscar movie, or World War Two movies. You know, they're always Oscar baity. It's like, oh my God, World War Two, and you see all the like I said, the big name actors, the Brad Pitts and all those guys. You know, like, or it's like watch these minority characters, whether they're women or or black people. Or, or gays or whatever watch these these you know underrepresented people struggle and and this and that and you know blah blah and then you know someone wins an oscar for the movie and like this movie's dedicated to anyone who feels depressed and it's like i don't i don't give a yeah, shit it's anymore oscar bait for sure. I like i don't fucking care last year's oscars made me sick it made me fucking They sick. fucked up at especially the end, when too. they fucked up at the end you know it's funny i, I bet i bet stefano's like, yo i bet you that moonlight's gonna win and then it initially doesn't. And I'm like, oh, wow, I, I was wrong. And then it won. I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I knew it was going to win, not because it was amazing. It was all right. It was, it was good. But it, just because I'm like this, you know, it's it's like spotlight. It won because, you know, Hollywood's virtue signaling that are that they're against, uh, you know, child molestation, which is bullshit because you hear all that shit that happens behind the scenes in Hollywood. So that's a joke, but it's just like, you know, oh, yeah, it's going to I said to myself, it's going to win because it's about a black gay guy. Is there anything else about any movies coming out that, you know, it's, it's Um, that, you know, that, that's covered. about it, you know?
0: Yeah. So anyways, guys, uh, listen, we are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. Uh, we're we'll probably be doing some streaming live hopefully soon through the PlayStation and, we're, and we're on Network, SoundCloud uh, and SoundCloud. Um, we are the Geek Mosh Pit. My name is Jason. I'm Anthony. And again, guys, thanks so much for listening. Hey, if uh, you listen to this podcast and you have a friend of yours, just you know, throw the word out. We're looking for some more viewers and listeners, and uh, anything that helps, you know, because we're struggling. Uh, we're struggling, artists. Right? Starving,
1: <laughs> starving artists. Yeah, please like, share, subscribe, comment. Even if you want to troll us, I don't care. Awesome. Some right. attention's
0: better than no attention. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, for another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit podcast, take it easy. Peace.